now I'm now going to turn the table against both of you. Okay? So, okay. Uh, at this awesome. time of social media, don't think you can control me uh, uh, because you control... Ileana gets to edit this. So, yeah. Okay. It doesn't matter what you do. I am When I was at your age, yes. I asked myself, what am I going to do uh, uh, with the system? Then mm -hmm. I realized that, well, uh, in the case of uh, Singapore at the time, when I was uh, then younger than what you were, I say, okay, uh, it's no point having those fanciful ideas if I can't get people around. So I got uh, uh, people uh, around, we had the, uh, student union and we start campaigning and so it mm -hmm. doesn't matter. I knew I would end up in jail, which happened. Uh, then more recently, Zoom down to London. Most recently, I realized that, well, there is uh, uh, no dissent in parliament. At least I need uh, to do something. So I did uh, something and I started the uh, 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 universal common sense and I try now uh, to build up some uh, alliances of uh, like-minded uh, uh, people. Now, I'm turning against the, ta uh, the table against both of you. What are you uh, in your generation and both being British going to do about <laughs> uh, the situation, which is enormous, which mm -hmm. is enormous. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, well really, well, I mean, honestly, this is kind of why I started this podcast because I could not like... For example, in uh, I just came back from LA last year, and in March last year, they had the biggest protest for Black Lives Matter mm -hmm. that um, they had had for decades, mm -hmm. you know. And yet, Biden was uh, elected as president. Kamala mm -hmm. Harris was the vice president. Mm -hmm. All mm -hmm. things that are completely antithetical to what the, those protests were demanding, mm -hmm. you know. And so. <laughs> I was trying to figure out the answers to that question because like part of it, I think, is this co-opting, like I was saying, the co-opting of certain identity politics, identity politics in mm -hmm. order, instead of looking at what's behind the identity politics, mm -hmm. instead of looking at what these movements actually are asking for, just mm -hmm. co-opting the language and slogans yeah, and yeah, then yeah. using that those language and slogans to prop up the imperial narratives and the right. establishment agenda. And so part of doing the podcast is just well, first of all, I realize how ignorant I am. So I do want to like learn and understand from other people, mm -hmm. but also to have a, a, a place where we can not only have voices, but also encourage other people to look beneath that narrative, which is very prevalent. Mm -hmm. Once you see the mechanisms um, behind it, you can start to understand the lies. But so many people are not used to critically thinking when given that messaging. And so this podcast really is about that. Like how do we encourage and help people to start to see the lies that are being fed to us all? Well say, well say. Yes. Yay. <laughs> but I, I'm glad you answered that because I, <laughs> I was like thinking in my head, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? I think yeah identity identity politics I'm really glad you touched on that um so um so I think there has been an increase in in racial awareness and you know we have Black Lives Matter movements 
we have this amazing amazing movement in the US called Asians for Black Lives. And, and I follow them on Instagram, I, I follow them on Twitter. And um, there is a lot of talk of racial solidarity. And I think what you need to know is that um, racial solidarity has existed for a long time. Um, and um, in, uh, sorry, I, I know we're gonna do a whole, a whole nother episode on this, but in uh, Vincent Bevins's amazing book that you both read called The Jakarta Method, um, they talk about the Bandung Conference in Indonesia. Right. So um, this was an Afro-Asian conference. It was part of the non-aligned movement. And this is a solidarity movement between countries of the global South. Um, so, and this was in what, the 50s, the 60s? Yeah. So if you think that you guys, yeah. Um, and so if you guys think that you are the first people to promote black Asian solidarity and you wanna put down the previous generation as being anti-black and, and things like that, which obviously there is a lot of anti-blackness in, 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 in older Asian communities and in Asian communities, but there was such a thing as Afro-Asian solidarity and it was absolutely crushed by the United States of America um, uh, in, in, in a huge campaign to kill millions of of, of people in this movement. And, 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 and the government of Indonesia was overthrown for this. Um, so remember that black Asian solidarity is not a new thing. It's existed for a very, very long time. And actually, I mean, I think that is a hopeful thing right mm -hmm. now when we look at China, I guess you could say vaccine diplomacy, mm -hmm. but how China is the only country to build a cold storage um, facility, I think for Ethiopia for mm -hmm. the vaccines. So, I mean, now we, I guess that's part of the Belt and Road Initiative. Mm -hmm. There is, again, like real solidarity. We just don't hear about it in the West. And, and the, the US, the IMF, uh, the World Bank are terrified of the Belt and Road Initiative, specifically because it promotes Black Asian solidarity. So, so, so if you want to, I mean, look, I'm not going to, spout a pro-China line, I'm not gonna take, take that kind of line, but any kind of direct connection between China and Africa or Asia and Africa is absolutely terrifying for the US because, the, because that undermines the control that the US and, and Europe have over, over those countries um, via the World Bank and the IMF. Uh, the Belt and Road Initiative is a loans program that competes specifically with the IMF program and the, and the World Bank program, meaning that poorer countries will not need to go to America for these loans. And, and therefore America will not be able to peddle regime change or control the, or, or control the people who, who rule these countries. Um, so yes, I'm not going in favor of Belt and Road Initiative, I'm not peddling it, but at the same time, you need to be very, very wary of, if you try and Google Belt and Road Initiative IMF, you, or Belt and Road Initiative, all you will see is just um, articles about how China is colonizing these countries. But if you just Google IMF colonialism, then you will see a lot of criticism of the IMF and, and the World Bank and, and how, 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 they, how, the, um, how they use the, the power of these loans and indebtedness of, 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 of the global South to control, to control these countries countries 
yeah wait you you are right mm -hmm. about uh how 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 those who advocate uh identity politics mm -hmm. uh often miss the point mm -hmm. uh about the the global reality and my mm -hmm. own take it may be a generational thing but uh i tend to view uh, a lot of identity politics is based, is the extension of just the politics of the self without understanding that we are living in a much global problem, which has issues that determine and affect the mm -hmm. individual. Say like my own generation uh, at the time, we were very conscious about uh, the Cold War. Uh, we were very anxious that we perceive our, our political context in Singapore uh, in the context of these uh, global uh, challenges brought about by how the West dominate the narrative, mm -hmm. how that reflects in our personal uh, uh, context in Singapore political repression. But at the moment, uh, we see lots of, uh, because I go to NGO conferences and so on. Uh, and when I was in, say, for example, in uh, uh, Cambodia and in Burma, mm. I find it very strange that uh, some of the activists mostly are all well-spoken in English and so on, which mm -hmm. is probably only oh half God, percent yeah. of the population. Yeah. And mm -hmm. they will be articulating about transgender issues and mm -hmm. so on. Mm -hmm. And like mm -hmm. one of them was uh, uh, raising this question in a conference mm -hmm. about the Rohingya refugees. Yeah. Uh, uh, are there statistics about how the transgender among the Rohingyas are being uh, affected by this big 100,000 mass of people uh, moving out of uh, Burma? Mm -hmm. they, and they were criticizing the lack of statistics mm -hmm. to, to, to protect the transgender. And I, and I just questioned myself, uh, have their uh, pursuit of identity politics been so skewed that they are oblivious of mm -hmm. world politics, mm -hmm. the real uh, power at play, and that mm -hmm. is uh, the point that you say about the Bandung conferences and there is a bigger uh, agenda that people mm -hmm. don't see. And, yeah. and that is a very difficult because in the media, we don't hear discussions at that level. Mm -hmm. It's always at the very minute uh, level which to the mass of the population doesn't reflect uh, their issues. Maybe right. and, and, I, I think, and I think like, you know, trans rights are absolutely um, important, but you, that's the only discussion that the media will allow in the West. Yes. For example, I can, yeah. I can imagine The Guardian reporting that sort of, you know, trans rights and yes, amazing. But where is your, where is your talk about imperialism? Where is your talk about, um, regime change, you know, failed regime change uh, uh, um, attempts. Um, where is the wider geopolitical context? Um, and, and I think identity politics 
while threatening to white supremacy and, 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 and the patriarchy um, can be sanitized mm -hmm. and, and portrayed through the media in, in a way that doesn't really threaten the status quo. So, you know, give, give, give uh, you know, improve healthcare for trans people that doesn't really, really upend, you know, the, the, global, uh, the, um, the global hegemony. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it, is, it is fantastic that you advocate for things for the individual. It is great that gay marriage went through, but then, uh, but then, but then you start to see pinkwashing. So, um, so you, start to, you start to see people making arguments that, um, that, uh, that Palestine does not have good gay rights uh, when, you know, in a, in a um, in an argument about whether they should be bombed or not, you know, and I and I've seen that, um, and I and I saw that um, uh, I forgot India Moore, the 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 trans actor in in Pose, who's amazing um, and very outspoken. She was speaking out in defense of uh, Palestine, and she was saying, "Do do not bomb Palestine." And and there were people in her comments saying, "Well, you know." Um, you know, they would kill somebody like you. And they were using, you know, her transness uh, and the fact that Palestine may not have the, the most advanced, you know, tra trans rights as, as some kind of defense of the bombing. You know, so, so, so for those of us who care about identity politics, we need to understand the greater narrative and, and also prevent our narratives from being weaponized. And India Moore did this really well and, and, she, and she just, she just clapped back at them and she, she was not having any of it. You know, she, as a black trans woman, supports the Palestinians. And, and, and in fact, your identity and, and your, um, uh, the, the ways in which you've been oppressed should help you uh, understand, see through the bullshit of, of, um, of, of, uh, of global oppression in, in this way. And, and you need to be able to look at the wider non-aligned global south and, 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 and look to your government and stop them from bombing the shit out of everybody. Thank you very much for coming in. And, and, and just to reiterate for, you know, people on the so-called left who identify as leftists or, or whatever, if you want to know why, uh, why there are bad working conditions in the global south, if, you, if you're curious why there are sweatshops, why people do overtime, why there are dangerous working conditions. Know that this is because the US has wiped out any kind of uh, even moderately social democratic leftist, not communists, but a moderate left. The US completely labeled them as communists, propped up dictators to eliminate them. And that's why the working conditions are so bad. Um, so yeah, if you care about leftist issues, um, and you identify as a leftist, then you need, to, you need to understand how this is affecting the world on a global scale. And also because it's affecting um, the US and the UK as well, like mm -hmm. the Amazon workers in union. Amazon. So they're using the right. same tactics that they've mm -hmm. used in the glo global south mm -hmm. um, towards their own people. It's just more transparent now mm -hmm. um, on every level. So you and should working care. conditions are getting worse and worse and worse in, in the West, in the UK, in the Amazon warehouse. If you look at videos um, of people working in the warehouse, you, you see them standing up and, and just working at a million miles an hour, packing things, pressing buttons, 
um, timed toilet breaks, uh, penalties for getting in for getting in for not being in earlier than than even your allocated time, just like in Sports Direct. Um, you know, all, all of this unpaid unpaid work before and after, all of these things are happening in the West too, and and they come from it's all. No, and system. you must add the problem with mm -hmm. uh, those in the gig economy. The gig which are economy. unrepresented and yes. unprotected. Yes. Yes. Deliveroo, um, Uber, uh, Just Eat, and and I'm sorry to say Deliveroo because I because you were founded by an American Chinese, so you know props to you in a way, and I use you all the time. But mm. people working for Deliveroo do not make enough money. Yes. Mm. So disappointed. Mm -hmm. See identity politics, right? <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. so next time you take an uber and it brings you from point a to point b and there's a little rainbow in the in the in, in the in, in the trail and and the icons all rainbow remember um that uh if they say you know lgbt rights matter or black lives matter pay these people you know pay these people a fair wage thank you way <laughs> okay Shut up, Way. <laughs> no, that was great. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Okay. All thank right. you. All right. Bye, Bye everyone. Bye. Bye, everybody. The Ignoramus's Guide to Surviving Humanity is available as a podcast on Spotify and Amazon Music. You can also like and subscribe to our videos on YouTube. And if you want to help us grow, then you can become a patron on Patreon. And that's it, right? I think that's, that's it. it. Yeah. <laughs>